1: Welcome to today's episode. So excited to have you guys with me today and so excited to have my friend Catherine Polsonelli with us. So Catherine, I met, you know, you guys have heard so much about Raymond and Walter. They wrote the book, The Startup Agent. And I connected with her on the call where they were, you know, on Zoom on launch day, promoting their book, heard a little bit of her story. And I literally connected with her right away. I was like, can we talk? Can you come on my Mm -hmm. podcast? We connected a few weeks ago. Her story is incredible. And I'm just proud to know her and know what she's doing. So she's now helping realtors. But her background consists of management, medical administration and being the agent service coordinator for one of the largest real estate brokerages in the world, she is now fueled by her desire to help agents and entrepreneurs, and focuses her business on helping others become the best version of themselves by getting organized, mastering their mindset, and helping them accomplish more. So, Catherine, thanks so much for all you're doing, and she has a podcast that she just started as well, which makes me so excited. So we will <laughs> definitely talk about that. But Catherine, kind of, I gave the short version. First of all, welcome to the real estate survival guide. And tell us more about your business and how you got into what you're doing now.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Um, so as far as my journey, well, that's a long one. Um, but I'll start with, uh, you know, when I when I was in customer service and, and medical administration, which I absolutely loved. I love people. I love helping people. That was one of the reasons why I got into the medical field. I had the potential to grow um, and really kind of run a business. Unfortunately, it's running a business for someone else. So that means you have to play by their rules, right? Um, I'm a very hard worker. And that unfortunately just didn't pan out um, with running somebody else's business. My morals kind of got in the way, uh, which I will stand by. But it was a it was a great learning experience. And I really learned what I love. So in the interim of all that, I wanted to actually get into real estate anyway, because I was a single mom at the time. And I was like, man, it'd be great if I could like spend time with my kids and move my schedule around. And you know, all the reasons everybody else gets into real estate, right? Um, but what I found out was, is after being in real estate for a little while, um, I love dealing with the people. But when I took the role as the agent coordinator at the brokerage that I used to be at, I actually was handed off not only their onboarding and their setups, but I did tech training for 200 and something agents that were in that office, and I fell in love with it. And what I realized was, I love teaching people, right? I love being the person to help people understand where they can go, get past those blocks and kind of skip a few steps versus where I was at and where I'm at now. Um, So if I can help people, you know, really skyrocket in their business, that is a huge piece for me. And to be honest, that's to me, that's more rewarding than just being a real estate agent. So that's kind of the background of how I got into that. And that's where agent services plus kind of um, developed.
1: Yeah. And you were also a big part. You know, your name's not you. You said you like to be more the the back the in the background. But tell us as well about um, what it was like kind of helping Raymond and Walter with the book and what you got out of that and what you really enjoy about being part of helping write the book.
0: Yeah. So uh, I actually, they both reached out to me and we're like, you know, we, we love what you do and how you break systems down and, and stuff. So they were like, we would love to have your input and collaborate on a couple of sections. And I was like, I am all in. Um, I love Ray and Walt. I met them when I went over to EXP. Um, I fell in love with both of their personalities. They're very big on giving back as much as they possibly can and providing that value. So for me, it was a no brainer. As soon as they were like, Hey, would you like to help with this? I was, like totally in. Um, but so I did focus more on the systems and simplifying the breakdown. And I love the way that they wrote the book as if they were having conversations with people, right? Instead of just giving this blanketed generalized statement that you hope everyone's going to understand. I loved that it was more of like a conversational piece and really simplifying because it's so easy to get into the process and start breaking it down, but complicating at the same time. I know that that probably doesn't make sense for some people, but you can take something so simple and then start to digest it to a point to where you've already lost everyone. And I love that they kept it very clean cut, simplified, but you could do even more once you really got rolling. And I love that they also rolled out the back end of it where, you know, people are now getting uh, to be a part of the the website and the everything else that they provide along with the book. So they're continuing to help agents. And I, I, I love that about them. So that was the biggest reason why I was super excited to be a part of it um, was because of what they were doing mm-hmm. for other people.
1: I think one, one thing I've seen them do, and I think I see this in my podcast in my membership is it's all about providing value. Right. You, you know, and, and all of us, really, you, Walt, Ray, me, you know, other people that I know, it's almost like we have two separate businesses. Like, right. For mm-hmm. me, I have the real estate clients that I help, right. Try to bring value. And then I also have like the agents that I help that are plugged into the paying for the membership, listening to the podcast, et cetera. I mean, and just tell me, have you found in your business that if you can just provide value for all of those different right, clients, but also agents, they're more interested in working with you and knowing you, it, it, have you found that to be true in what you're doing in your business?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that it also gives people that insight perspective, what they're kind of looking for, um, that a lot of us are are hoping to find, which is that connection, right? It's it's one thing to find someone on YouTube and learn some techniques and things that they do. But if you don't align with their teaching and the way that they do things, it's going to be really hard for you to take that and implement it into your business. And so I love the concept of providing that value and helping agents as much as we can so that they really get an inside view of who we are as people, right? Then you can make more of a conscious decision of, okay, I really align with what this person is doing. I know that I can listen and understand what they're giving me, which means it's going to be easier for me to implement into my business. So that's, that's a really huge piece in my personal opinion. And to be honest with any mentors that I've hired, that's something that I go for as well as I try to be a part of their community community, their Facebook group, whatever it is I can get into really see how they connect and work with people because right. Anybody can plaster what they do, but it's really seeing how they interact. And then from there, I'm able to make a decision of, okay, your values align with my values. I enjoy the way that you teach. It's easy for me to understand so we can work together. So I I think that's a huge part of it. And it makes it more organic than just wasting money on a ton of freaking ads, hoping you find the right people.
1: No, a thousand percent. I still find people that I coach, realtors that I interact with, and they. Um, I just met one last week, and they're like, "Oh, well, I'm spending a thousand dollars a month on ads," and I'm like, "What? Like, what if you spent a thousand dollars on your past clients? What if you invested in?" Yeah. And and I just it. Some people just don't get it. They're they're buying Zillow ads. They're buying this. I'd love to kind of hear. So, right, you're an expert in helping realtors and people become the best version of themselves. Get organized mindset shift, you know, in real estate. And it's so funny, guys, because the the day we're recording this, I literally bumped back (laughs) this interview three times. I had a client that was going under contract. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have to. They had a deadline of one o'clock when we were supposed to meet. I'm like, I got to go back and see if the clients will bump up. So we're actually recording like 90 minutes later. But so how do you encourage realtors that you coach? Like, you know, even in a situation like we saw today, where you had a meeting run late, where I had a client that I had to talk to, how do you encourage them to like compartmentalize and not like get stressed out by situations like that kind of be like, it's okay. This isn't the norm. I mean, like, and just in all the crazy that real estate is, how do you encourage them to kind of be their best in every situation?
0: I think the biggest piece of advice that I give people is really focusing on how they view themselves. I feel like that's a very huge piece, right? So if you know that you are not the kind of person that is normally late or normally has to reschedule on someone, right? And then life happens and you have to do something like that, you should not have to feel like you need to beat yourself up because that's not who you are as a person, right? Life happens. And I, I feel like the other piece of that is, is we as a society as a whole have this huge, I don't know, um, like cloud hanging over our head where we have this perfectionism piece that everyone feels like they need to implement. And my question to everyone is who made that rule? Who who are they? Where are they at? And and who's doing it right? Who's doing it perfectly? Um, because it really does bring you back down to the realization that no one is perfect. And crap happens, right? There's a difference between an agent who is constantly behind, who's constantly late, who's constantly rescheduling, and someone like you, right? Or like me, where we know how we do our business, but there are things out of our control. Ooh, big one, people. Things out of your control. You can't control everything. Things out of your Mm -hmm. control, and you can either hate it and try to fight it, but guess what? You can't control it. So you're not gonna, you're not gonna change it. Or you can do the best that you can, which is explain, apologize, and just offer whatever you can. If people can't understand that, then it's probably not someone that you really want to deal with to begin with, which helps you eliminate those in your circle that you don't need to be around, right? So that's a huge thing that, that I focus with people on is you really have to understand yourself and be confident in who you are. That way, you know what value you are providing so that you don't beat yourself up when life happens
1: that is so good because i think the law of like attracting and detracting is huge so many realtors are out there taking any client even clients that don't align with their avatar don't align with their mission right um so i'm a very like family family and faith oriented person and so imagine if i haven't had this happen but like imagine i say to somebody like oh hey i'd love to show you this house on sunday i'll be at church can we go at 2 p.m instead of 10 a.m and if they like make it a big deal well then you're probably not the kind of person i want to work with you know i've shared on my membership and i think it's so big for realtors to hear you know this past summer had a lot of deals i think did you know nine or ten within like an eight week span that closed um and and i remember one of those now i'm not criticizing the client like they they were i was helping them buy a house they also had to sell a mobile home And I remember saying, you know what? It's a thousand bucks. I really shouldn't take the mobile home listing. I'm not good at them. I've never done them, but I did it. Literally the day after I said yes, when I should have said no, I had a luxury $1.3 million house, you know, meet with me and and list Mm -hmm. with me. And that's a $30,000 commission before splits and everything. And I'm just like, and I, and the more stressful one, was the mobile home for fifty five thousand where I made a thousand bucks, and it was kind of a reminder to myself, like you idiot, like this is why it's important to say yes to the right things, no to the wrong things, mm-hmm. and that's and and I think it was a big le- lesson. So for you, either in your business or as you coach agents, how can how can realtors listening to this, how do you coach people like what to say yes to, what to say no to? Now this can be all across the board, personal business, mm-hmm. just all of it. Like, how do they know where to draw that line?
0: The, the biggest thing I'm going to, is going to be establishing your own boundaries.
1: Yeah, that,
0: That's a huge one. And, and like you said, that's, that's across personal relationships, business, whatever the case may be. So you need to, when you're in the business, when you get into the business, after you've been in it for years, whatever, and your boundaries can change, right? You need to establish what am I willing to put up with And what is not worth my time, right? So figuring out the kind of people that you know are going to align with you. So if you know that for me, for instance, any client that I worked with, I needed them to understand that I have children and things come up. I am always above and beyond for my clients, but I need them to understand that something may happen. And in the event that it does know that I've got your back and it's not going to be an issue, right? So for me, it was very big to have that boundary for my clients and here's something else that uh, I tell a lot of people once you know what your boundaries are like for me for instance I don't take phone calls after eight o'clock that is my chill time that's my deal with my children time there is nothing that's going to fall apart at nine ten o'clock at night that I can handle that's going to be fixed tonight right your banks are closed your title companies closed like I can't do anything so this is an in the morning problem so when I talk with my clients mm. Or anyone that I work with, whether it's in the coaching side or in real estate, I give them my boundaries right Mm. up front. And that is, I am more than happy to help you. Please note that my hours are from this time to this time. I do not take calls or texts after 8 o'clock. You are more than welcome to reach out to me. Just know that I will not be able to get back with you until tomorrow at 9 a.m. Mine is 9 a.m. because my morning between 7 and 8 is my time. I drop my children off and I come back home. I drink my coffee. I do my meditation. So that's my time. And my clients know that. And I tell them, now, if we have an emergency, something needs to be done. I will always move what I need to. But please understand, these are my boundaries. Like, this is how I work. I've never had a client that has had an issue with it except for one. And um, she just kept calling and texting and calling. So I just quit answering. And then I responded the next day, right? I set my boundary. (laughs) I held myself to my boundary, which I made very firm with her in the beginning because it was just like off the wall, random questions, right? It wasn't even anything that meant anything. And so I just... I waited till the next day and she'd be like, well, I messaged you last night. I'm like, I understand. I'm like, but remember it's past my time. My Mm -hmm. phone was actually off. So I didn't get your message. Oh, like I stuck to my guns. That is my boundary. Your clients need to understand that. And I think that's a huge problem within the real estate world is we as agents don't establish those boundaries. And so therefore we allow our clients to push us around when most people that you work with know you have a life outside of real estate right so Mm -hmm. you have to you have to put those boundaries up front and I know for some people that is very very hard so especially for people that have people pleasing issues right and a lot of us do and that was a huge one for me so like I've had my clients be like I don't even know how to have that conversation I'm like it's you can do it very easily. Right. Start out simple like, hey, I just want to let you know this is how I operate. This is because I do this and wait for them to respond. Right. I was like and then once you see that people actually don't mind it, you're going to build that confidence to be able to say that up front a lot more. If you know that you can't do something instead of saying, oh, I don't have time for that. Use something else. Right. Like, oh, I would love to. However, I had this pre-scheduled can we do X, Y, Z, right? So then you're not giving them that hard no that makes you really, really uncomfortable. You're teaching your brain essentially how to start taking control of them, but in a polite way, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> it it absolutely does. And I think I love where so many of us are people pleasing and just saying, this is how I operate. I'm just, these notes are great. Like stick to your guns because so early in my career, I didn't do this well, right? Right. I would answer calls at 10, 11 at night. I would wake up in the morning, you know, go to the bathroom quick. It'd be six o'clock, go back to bed and I'd text them back. And so Mm -hmm. what I just did, like an idiot, was I invited them. I'm like, you can text me at midnight. You can text me at 6 a.m. and I'll answer you. And so it probably took me, geez, probably a year, maybe a year and a half, two years in to say, whoa, 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 like, like, John, like, you can't. It wasn't yeah. healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for my family. You know, and I, I've i shared this on the show, but even September 2nd. So, you know, a few months ago was my son's birthday and I had a new client who a previous boss at a former company that, you know, I worked with and worked for her. And so we would I had met with her a couple of weeks before her and her fiance wanted to look at homes And she's like, okay, what about September 2nd in the morning? And my mother in law was already going to have our son, you know, after nap, like or at like 10 a.m. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait a second, if I don't see Caden, you know, from eight to 10, 10 to 12, he'll be with her one o'clock nap. I won't see him from four o'clock. And so it took like everything in me to be like, it's literally okay to tell someone no on my son's birthday. They have 360 something (laughs) other days that they can pick from. And if they don't like it, It's a lesson that this is probably isn't the client for me if they can't respect my boundaries and my son's birthday. And of course, guys, especially realtors. So many of you new realtors listen to this. You overthink things. We overthink things all the freaking time.
0: Yes, I literally
1: (laughs) said hey, it's my son's birthday. Is that the only day it works this week? If it is, that's fine. She's like, oh, let's just do the next day Friday. And I'm like, it was so freaking simple. And she even said family first. So those are the clients that I want to attract. Those are the clients that I want. Because guess what? In March, when it's my daughter's birthday, in December, when it's my wife's birthday, I've already set the boundary. If she texts and it's my wife's birthday, hey, we're not doing this today because it's your wife's birthday, you yeah. know, and I travel a lot for podcast conferences, uh, you know, my mastermind group, probably, you know, three, four five weeks a year. So I set those expectations. And so I love that. And I think that's so big for realtors, especially those new realtors. You're so mm-hmm. scared to say yeah. the truth, right? Like I have boundaries yeah. and and you need to be willing to step step out of that, you know, go into the uncomfortable and be willing to say, I'm sorry, I I don't take calls at this time. That's awesome. Thank you so much. In terms of mindset, you coach a lot of new realtors, right? What is something that like you see a lot of realtors struggling with in terms of mindset? Is it there's so many realtors out there? Is that the market shifting? What is like something that you really see people struggling with that could kind of help our audience as well?
0: I would say the number one thing that most agents have an issue with is how do I go out and have a conversation with someone when I don't know everything in the industry? That is the biggest, biggest thing. And this is an analogy that I give that was, that was given to me when I decided to hop into the coaching side. Um, And it is when you were born, were you able to walk and run? No. Yeah. You had to start from ground zero, right? So you had to learn to balance. You had to learn how to get on your hands and knees. Then from there, you learned how to sit on your feet, right? And then you learned how to crawl. And then from learning how to crawl, you learned how to stand. And then from standing, you learned how to walk, right? It's the same thing. In any job that you've been in, think of your first job that you ever had. Did you know what the heck you were doing? Heck no, you didn't, right? You had to be taught. You had to be trained. It's the same thing in this industry, and I feel like the biggest thing that people get stuck on is, well, they're going to know that I don't know what I'm talking about. No, they don't. No, no. The majority of the people you are talking with have no freaking clue Preach. what is going on in the industry. Yes. that's why they're talking to you. Yes, that's why they're talking to you. So, for those people that have a really hard time with, like, I don't know everything. Okay. Instead of spending all of your time doing classes for the next six months, so you don't make any freaking income, do me a favor, (laughs) Split it up, find you some great people that have been in the business a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, if I've got questions or things like that, like, can I reach out to you? Right. And then when you're talking with your clients, one, this is a big one. You have to come across confidence. You have to come across confidently. Okay. Two, When you are speaking with them and you don't have an answer, instead of, um, well, eh, I don't know, come across with confidence. You know what? That is a fantastic question. I actually don't have an answer for that. But I tell you what, I have several people in my back pocket that have been in this industry a lot more than I have. And let me reach out to them just to make sure I get you a complete and clear answer, because I would hate to steer you in the wrong direction since our market's always changing. The way that you direct your clients is what makes your clients trust you and your clients are going to trust you more by you being honest and saying, Hey, I'm not really sure. You know what? I don't really deal with that a lot, but let me find out versus you giving them some bull crap answer Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. think you need to be a know-it-all.
1: So good. So good. It's so funny. You know, I, I say this all the time, your value proposition is you you don't have to be Catherine. You don't have to be John. There is a reason that people work with you. Maybe Mm -hmm. they don't want, you know, and I know you've seen this. I've seen this as I get busier. I have someone on my team who, you know, Kara, who's a transaction coordinator. You know, the busier I get, the more I have to optimize and do less. You know, and I've always been the realtor that's like, I'm with you from day one until the settlement table. And I still try to do that. But the more clients I get, the more my business grows. Maybe I can't come to every inspection. Maybe I yeah. can't come to every showing, right? So don't try to compete with me. Be you. Be the person. Be like, hey, I have nothing but free time. I will show up and I'm available to answer questions now, like you're saying, like have those boundaries. But stop trying to comparison. You know, they often say comparisons the thief of joy. We're so busy comparing to everybody else in the freaking industry. Yep. Yeah that we just need to say, like, what do I offer that's unique? That, that's it. And I love how you say, you know, coming across confident. I, so many realtors and even business people that I know, they'll show up at these meetings. You know, I have a mastermind. I won't name anybody because they might have a mastermind group that I go to in person at, um, at a local business community that I'm a part of. And we're going around, we're masterminding. And there's there's a couple people there that, you know, they they sit there and they're like, yeah my name's billy and <laughs> i don't really know what i want to match what why would i trust you with yeah. anything why would i want you to design whatever it is you build or create when you're not you're sitting there slouched over like eeyore like why you ha- you you know i think you know they say what is it 80 percent of what we say is not the words coming out of our mouth it's inflection it's body yeah. language it's tone it's all these different things You know, on my mastermind call, we're recording this on a Tuesday and I have a mastermind call every Tuesday. And they were like, as we're building the membership, they're like, do you believe in it? And I was like, yes. And they could tell by what I was saying that I believed in it. But if I'm like, yeah, kind of, I guess. Like, why would an agent want to join what I'm doing, let alone anyone else want to help me when I don't believe in it? Mm -hmm. And so I love that. I I went on a tangent there, but I love the (laughs) confidence piece because it's so big and it's all guys I've and those of you listening to this I've often said on the podcast social media and what you put out there is all about perception you don't have to say oh I've been a realtor five weeks I have no clients when someone asks you something you can be confident when someone says to you well how long have you been in real estate when I was new in the business I said well I'm part of a team that has over 20 years of experience I didn't say, I I think I actually said I've been part of a team that has over 20 years of experience and I have 15 years in sales, right? Whoa, that looks like they don't know whether I've been a realtor a year, a month or a decade because I just talked about the experience of our team and how long I've been in sales. So I love that. It's all really about how confident you are. And again, we're all learning. I've never, and I'm, I'm sure you haven't, but maybe I've never had a client that's like, well, you didn't answer every question, and you had to go find out the answer. So I don't trust you. No,
0: nope. you're still that. the expert. Yeah, and then they can lean on you, and that—that's the whole point of this business. And I think that we got away from that hugely, especially in 2020 when the market just skyrocketed, and you could literally just put a sign in your front yard and you'd have 30 offers, right? But being able to have those conversations. And that that relationship with them. How can you relate to them, right? Not just um, you know this, these are all the things that I can tell you. The whole point of the of the buying process or the selling process is to make it as relaxed as possible for your client, right? So they have someone to lean on because otherwise they could sell it themselves or buy themselves and go through it and struggle. The point of us is to help one, be the expert in understanding that without them having to learn or understand it and us to be able to give them kind of like an overview without diving in too deep because they don't care. Now, mm-hmm. you will have some people, right, that are like your Cs and your Ss, if you guys do your DISC profile, that need more information and that's that's fine, right? Read your people, know how to mirror and match. If you don't know what that means, we need to talk about that another mm-hmm. time too. But that that's the biggest piece in, in the business as well is remembering that, People are looking to lean on you. So if you can provide that confidence and you can provide that value to them of, hey, whatever you need, I got you, right? Well, I got a question about this. Okay, I don't have a problem with asking. Like, that's not a stupid Mm -hmm. question. Sure, I'm like, I don't don't know if they're gonna give me an answer, Mm -hmm. but I don't have a problem asking, right? You're doing it on behalf of your client to help them in this process. That's a whole point of what it is that we do. And I think a lot of people got away from that because all they saw was dollar signs for the longest time.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love what you just said, because I try to do that. There'll be clients that are like, oh, I really, um, actually the one I just was, you know, going up in price a little bit today to go under contract. The people, we were at the property, it's a beautiful property with a great view here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And they said, oh, I really wish I could ask the neighbor. And I'm like, If there's somebody outside, I will ask. I have no shame. Like, my job is to get you the answers. So if you want to know how it's subdivided or who owns the land right there, why wouldn't I ask? And so many realtors are too scared. No, step out of your comfort zone. I mean, I wasn't going to knock on their door and bother them, but I'm like, if I see somebody outside, I'll ask. All right. I know what it means. And I real quick before we transition, give us like the two minute mirror and match? Because I know, yes, people should connect with you and we'll get to that at the end where they can find you. But I think this is very helpful for realtors. So tell us about that.
0: Yeah. So mirror and match means when you are having a conversation with anyone that is around you, you should be analyzing how they are looking at you, how they are interacting. And if you are not asking enough questions, you're not going to understand who your people are. So there are key questions that you can ask in any conversation, whether it's on the buy side or the sell side, such as what do you want in your home or what does your current home have in it? Just by the way that that person answers that question is gonna give you an insight to the type of person that they are. Very simple. If you ask that question and they're like, oh, I just need like, I don't know. I need a backyard, three bedroom, two bath, and I don't want to be in a subdivision. That is a high D personality. So guess what? When you're having a conversation, (laughs) and you start feeding them a line of crap, you're going to lose them halfway through the conversation. So you need to cut it short, get to the quick, find out what they need to move on. For your other people, same thing. If you have someone that you ask those questions, they're like, oh, well, I would love to have this. Or if they're selling their house, well, we bought our... HVAC when it was in this year and I got receipts from this one and this one and I did an upgrade in this one and we put stainless steel. Okay, that is someone that needs a lot of detail, okay? So when you're going through the process, all you have to do is give them detail, make them feel loved, make them feel like you're giving them all the information you could possibly feed to them. That is filling their cup. That is a mirror and matching. So understanding who your people are, asking those questions and paying attention to their answers so that you can then figure out what type of personality they have.
1: No, that's so good because I think so often. I, I've thought a lot. I think real estate is so much about flexing your personality style between like the D I S C, you know, the Enneagram, whatever, between even like I'm an extrovert, I could talk all day. Yeah. I need to and and not I, right. I, I read my clients, they're they're shutting down, they're pulling mm-hmm. back, you're probably saying too much, right? Yep. So talk in a softer tone. You know, you probably scared them off a little bit, and I know I'm kind of. <laughs> I come Real in like is. I'm like Miley Cyrus, like um, came in like a wrecking ball sometimes. But that's not necessarily a problem as long as you can read it and flex and be like, yeah. hey, you know what? I kind of started throwing stuff out. Yeah, I realized I didn't even ask what you were looking for, right? Yeah, understand what they're saying. So this is so cool. As we get towards the end of the time, I would love to ask you. So, give me quickly, like in all you do, real estate, coaching, I just love to hear from people, what does success look like to you?
0: I personally think that success is moving forward. Whether that's an inch, a mile, success is different with every single person. And I think that's a word that we get stuck on wholeheartedly because we look at other people's success. And so therefore we measure their success and we feel bad because we're not there. Well, guess what? If your goals are to make, let's say, eighty thousand a year, and you've got an agent you follow that's doing over two million, your goals don't match. So your success is not going to match. But you should be proud of the movements that you are making in your business and in your strides because it aligns with your goals and where you are going. So that's what success is for me: is it's it's moving forward and knowing that you're taking those steps to continue to grow.
1: Yeah. Absolutely love it. Here's here's a question. um, And thank you. This is a great conversation. Really proud of everything you're doing. Take us to a point in your life. Now, maybe that's getting into real estate. Maybe that's, you know, being a single mom. And what would be, you know, a piece of advice that you wish you could give that version of yourself?
0: Oh, let's see. Well, there's a lot of those. I think the biggest, I think the biggest piece for me would be um, back when I was in my early twenties, I was in my mid twenties. I got out of an eight year abusive relationship and I was, I was a mom with two children at the time. And I literally started over with nothing but a job at that time. I wish that I could have told myself to have the confidence to know that you were always going to make it. It doesn't matter what you go through. All you have to do is get up the next day and push yourself a little bit. And if that means getting home to your children, or if that means making one small step in your business that is consistent, that is okay. I feel like we strive for all the big things in our life. And when I ask people this a lot, I'm like, what did you do today that you're proud of? The first thing people go to is trying to find the biggest thing that they did. And I always stop them. And I say, did you get out of bed on time? Yeah. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Did you make your bed? Yeah. Congratulations. Did you talk to your children? Congratulations. It's the small things that we do. And I wish I would have realized that back in my twenties was the small steps that I made every day to start improving my life away from what I did have and stop comparing myself to those that had already made it.
1: Yeah, I think that's so good. And so many of us right in the likes and TikTok and Instagram world, we're all looking for the comments, the love when really they have this perfect life on Instagram. You don't know the crap behind the scenes. Yeah. So don't compare yourself to someone's perfect life. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. And your story is incredible. So I'm going to ask you a question, which is literally what you do every day. So I'm sure you'll have a couple. Now you've already given some great advice to agents in terms of like, you know, knowing who you want to help, knowing who you don't right? establishing boundaries, those kinds of things. Um, But as we close out, what would be one piece of advice you'd give to a new realtor listening to the show? There, some of them are stressed, right? Some of them are like, oh my goodness, as the rates, like I have no business rates have changed. Um. what would be one piece of advice you would give them?
0: I would say do your own research and don't listen to the noise around you because it's very easy for us to hear the rates are too high. Nobody wants to buy. That's somebody else's belief. Do not internalize other people's beliefs into your business.
1: Yeah. Don't internalize other people's beliefs. That's so good because... There are always people buying and selling. They've told me the market's frozen. I just had two clients go under contract. So yeah, yeah. is it a little harder than this past March? Yeah, absolutely. But there's always successful realtors. And what I think is so interesting is the ones that are like, oh no, what am I going to do? If they do the work now, when we're all renewing our license in two years and 50% of the realtors leave the business, you are going to be the one you're like, Oh sweet. I made six, I made a hundred thousand dollars. Now I have half the competition. I can make that one 150 or 200 if yeah. you're doing the work now required for success. So Catherine, thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Love your story. And just the way, I mean, seriously, I'm so glad we connected because I think the biggest thing is, you know, helping people is what you want to do. So As we close out, people are going to listen to this, want to connect with you. What are ways they can connect with you, get help with you, get coaching from you? Um, What's the best way to find you and follow what you're doing?
0: Yeah, well, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. I love this, and I love I love these kinds of conversations and these questions. Like, I really feel like we don't ask these enough, so I love to to push this out to people. Um, As far as connecting with me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, It's all at Agent Services Plus. Um, is where you can connect with me. And I would say, if you're looking to connect with me on more of a personal level, if you would like to have any type of call, DM me, private message me, whatever the case may be, I do offer free 30 minute sessions um, to just kind of do a quick dive to kind of help you for those that maybe aren't necessarily looking for a full-time coach, but would like someone to dive into their business and give them some things that they can take away immediately. I do offer a 90 minute session. That's $149. So, and I'm happy to offer that to anyone um, that's interested as well, just to do a deep dive and really lay out some accountability for you to walk away with.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for what you're doing to uh, help people, you know, help realtors all over the country. I know you do it and do a great job of it. And we really appreciate your time. So thanks so much for coming on the show today. Okay, wait, and I love podcasting, so (laughs) I can't not let you have an opportunity. So, okay, the other place people can find you is your podcast you just started. So before you go, tell us about that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I just, I just launched it. Um, we've got three episodes so far. I actually have 18 already in the pipeline that have been recorded that I'm pushing out. Um, it is called Real Chat with Cat and it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. So it is a growth mindset platform. We focus around interviewing agents and I also have brought in several coaches not real estate coaches, coaches from outside of the business, because I really want to dive into giving people a different look in how to grow their business that's outside of our real estate whole, right? We have this small circle and everybody's like, oh, i got to find a real estate coach. But there are so many different ways that you can grow in your business. There are so many tips that you can get from other people that run online businesses that are entrepreneurs. And so I really wanted to bring those two together and really open people's views on what other people have to offer. And so you can start focusing in your business in your niche, right? Instead of just doing what everyone suggests, like cold calling and stuff like that. For anyone that does that, you're fantastic. I love that you do it. I don't. But, <laughs> nope. but every it's not the same, right? And I think that's yeah. where a lot of great real estate agents get stuck is because they feel like they have to follow one or two specific ways because that's how every agent does it. So I really wanted to bring in a collaborative space where people outside of that realm can give us ideas on how we could grow in our business that works specifically for each each individual agent. So I am super excited. I've had some killer people already. Um, If you guys have not had a chance to check it out, even my second interview is actually with a mortgage lender who does coaching with agents and teaches you how to be the CEO of your business, even with the people that you're partnered with so that they can bring business to you without you having to push them forward. So I am super excited for, for the conversations that I've already had.
1: Well, I appreciate it. All right. So make sure to check out the podcast. We'll make sure we link all that in the show notes. Thank you for your time. Again, thanks for how you're helping people. And thanks for spending some time with us today.
0: Thank you so much, John.
1: Yep. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview today with Catherine Polsinelli. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I learned a ton from her and she's obviously amazing at what she does, how she helps people in her real estate business and how she helps realtors. So thank you so much, Catherine, for coming on the show. Really appreciate you and loved a lot of what you shared on this episode. I love how, as we close out today's episode and just recap, I love how much she talks about mindset and, you know, how that was a big piece of our conversation. And, you know, even as you talk to them, And and how she how she coaches people to think of how they, you know, think about themselves and view themselves. And at the beginning, she talked about it and said, you know, the great point, which basically like crap happens. You know, we could miss a meeting, miss an appointment, be late. But as long as we're not constantly behind, we can't take it too seriously and make it a bigger deal than it is. And just kind of that positive self-talk where she talked about, you know, even a conversation with a client. If we go into it, um, you know, assuming the worst and assuming all these different things, they, you know, they're going to see that. And so we have to kind of be confident in what we're doing, be confident in what we bring to the table for our clients, and be confident in our abilities. I love as well how much she talked about boundaries. You know, how often do we talk about this and does it come up on our show? A lot, right? And she talked about, you know, what am I willing to put up with? What am I not willing to put up with? And wanting to be with clients that you know, align with the same kinds of, uh, you know, visions and goals that she has, you know, and she even said, which I think is a great point, like, she goes above and beyond for her clients. And I know many of you realtors out there do as well, and you do a great job of it. But she also knows that her kids come first, her family comes first. And so, you know, that family time after 8pm is for her and her family. And then she, you know, she'll get back to you at, you know, 9am. But to be that great realtor, she has to have that Time to herself and stick to her guns. And as we said, you know, realtors often have a huge problem with this, with not establishing boundaries. So I love the point and the reminder that she said you have to have a life outside of real estate. Another thing I really enjoyed from this interview with Kat was her talking about coming across confidently, right? And you're not going to start at ground zero. You're not going to sit there for seven or eight months studying so that you know everything about real estate. You're going to learn what you can, but you also have to carry yourself. And come across as an, in a confident way. And I love how she kind of twists how we would think about answering a question. Um, Like, you know, when she talked about answering a client, instead of saying, oh, I don't know, saying something like, oh, that's a fantastic question. I have several people who I partner with or that I'm on a team with. Let me chat with them so that I can give you a complete and clear answer, right? Instead of just saying, no, I don't know, um, you know, just leveraging that team, leveraging the knowledge you have, leveraging the people in your network. And when you can do this, people will trust you more and more. I loved as well how she said about mirroring your clients, right? With the personality styles. You know, in real estate, we interact with so many people, and sometimes we have to kind of take the lead and, you know, be more outgoing. You know, I certainly don't have a problem with that, but maybe some of you do. But again, mirroring and matching your clients' tone. And interacting, you know, you want to make sure you're not the only one talking at a meeting, you really want to get to know them. But I think it's a great point where she talked about mirroring and matching. Uh, loved her advice as well as we kind of close out her advice to, um, you know, herself and uh, to realtors as well. And her advice to herself, you know, especially what she went through on healthy relationship, things like that, to just take small steps every day and to be improving. You know, and I'm so proud of her for being willing to share some of her story and how she's created success. And honestly, her willingness to share some of that, even though some of it was personal and hurtful, very proud of uh, what she's doing. And I loved the advice to uh, realtors as well, right? Take one step forward each and every day. So yeah, Kat, thank you so much. I hope you guys really enjoyed her. Make sure you check her stuff out, website, podcast, all of that will be in the show notes. Hope you guys really enjoyed my interview with her. I'm so proud of what she's doing, how she's helping her clients and helping agents as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you guys later this week.
0: Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.